Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. I walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. I just can't remember who to send it to. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. Seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you again Won't you look down upon me, Jesus You gotta help me make a stand You just got to see me through another day my body's aching and my time is at hand I won't make it any other way Whoa, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend but I always thought that I'd see you again Been walking my mind to an easy time My back turned towards the sun Lord knows when the cold wind blows It'll turn your head around Well, there's hours of time on the telephone line To talk about things to come Sweet dreams and flying machines in pieces on the ground Oh, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you, baby one more time again now Thought I'd see you one more time again There's just a few things coming my way this time around now Thought I'd see Took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill I threw the day tea from the cup Packed up the photo album Matthew had made Memories of a life that's been loved Took the Garrett Wilson cars and stuffed animals Pulled the old ginger beer down the sink Dad always told me, don't you cry when you're down But mum, there's a tear every time that I blink 
pieces it's tearing me up but i know a heart that's broke is a heart that's been loved so i'll sing hallelujah you were an angel in the shape of my mom when i fell down you'd be there holding me up spread your wings as you go when God takes you back, he'll say hallelujah, you're home I fluffed the pillows, made the bed, stacked the chairs up Folded your nightgowns neatly in a case John said he'd drive, then put his hand on my cheek And wiped a tear from the side of my face And I hope that I see the world as you did Cause I know a life with love is a life that's been lived So I'll sing hallelujah You were an angel in the shape of my mom Spread your wings as you go And when God takes you back You'll say hallelujah, you're To see the person I have become Spread your wings and I know That when God took you back He said hallelujah, you're home Good morning. My name is Jim Johnson. My pronouns are he, him, and his. I'm a member of your Board of Trustees, and it is my privilege to welcome you to worship this morning at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. As we begin, please join me for a moment to honor the Piscataway people and their ancestors. It is upon their land we in Columbia reside. We are served by the Reverend Paige Getty Minister, as well as by our talented and very dedicated team of religious educators, musicians, and other professional staff. Thank you all. And much thanks goes out to our many lay leaders and volunteers. Your dedication and incredible efforts help keep us connected. Much thanks. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, whoever you love, and whatever your faith tradition, you are welcome here. We particularly welcome any guests who are joining us this morning. We encourage you to fill out the visitors form, either in the lobby or online, um, and we will follow up with you. For those attending worship in the sanctuary this morning at the Owen Brown Interface Center, Please take a moment now to silence your cell phone and any other electronic devices. It's certainly been a hell of a week, um, which makes today's service even more poignant. And I have just one announcement 
for this week, and that is starting next week for the month of July, UUCC will be joining other congregations in the DC metro area for a special UU July worship series called Preaching Along the Potomac. We invite you to gather at the Owen Brown Center every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock when we will have um, coffee, donuts, games for uh, activities for all ages, and a chance really to get together and reconnect. In the, either on the patio or in Sanctuary B, and the services will start at 10.30. For more information and details, please check out the summertime Sunday schedule, which is uh, you can find on the link uh, and more details on the website. Thank you all. Be safe. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, UUCC guests, those of you who are with us from far away, and those of you here in the room. It's great to be with you this morning. My name is Paige Getty. I use the pronouns she, her, and hers, and it is my honor and my privilege to serve as minister of this congregation and to be with all of you today. If you're here in the sanctuary and need a hearing assistance device, those are available from the tech booth in the back, so don't hesitate to ask for that if you need it. 
If you have a mobile device, you can use that to view the order of service that's available um, electronically. Use this QR code. If you're on Zoom, you also probably have a link in the chat where you can access the order of service online as well. As Jim mentioned, we do urge those of you who are guests to complete the visitor form so that we're able to stay in touch with one another beyond this morning. And also, it is our custom during worship to honor the personal joys and sorrows that individuals are carrying with them. And so if you'd like your joys and sorrows honored, it's, that's going to happen early in the service today. So go ahead and send those by email to joysandsorrows at uucolumbia.net, or you may write them in the Joys and Sorrows book that's on the podium at the back of the sanctuary. And for those of you who are with us remotely, remember you can participate in all the rituals that we're sharing today, even though you're not in the sanctuary. Have your own flame, chalice, bowl of water, and stones, and we can experience these embodied rituals wherever we are. Many thanks to the tech team in the back, the hospitality team, both online and in person. It really does take a whole crew to make worship happen every week. Will you take a steadying breath with me now? As Jim said, it has been a week. On Tuesday, some of us gathered in this space to address internal conflicts that have been affecting our relationships here in UUCC for several years. Thanks to all of those who participated, especially those who showed up to represent not only their own themselves, but the concerns and experiences of the communities that they are connected to within our community. Thanks especially to those who were part of the opening circle, Kevin Daniels, Gail Thompson Guy, Tim Latimer, Randy Raymond, and Becky Reese. There was that evening, there is much grief. This week, we also learned of decisions from the Supreme Court of the United States that many among us are experiencing as profound betrayals, as threats, as personal losses, as restrictions on handguns are loosened, as protections on access to abortion have been removed. We are grieving. We are frightened. We are angry. Some of you have had very personal losses this week, recently. Deaths in your families, celebrations of life in the last few days. We'll be conducting two celebrations of life in this sanctuary just in the next few days. It has been a week. It has been a year. <laughs> two, three of loss. So today, with music selected by Michael and me, more singing than we sometimes have in worship, with poetry, a couple of old favorites, but also some new ones, and with a time later in the service for you to speak aloud your own sense of grief, we welcome all that we're carrying all the grief and all the ways that it makes itself known in our bodies, in our spirits, and here among us. So let's take another steadying breath 
And I offer you these words that were written just two days ago by poet Lynn Unger. You are not wrong to be furious. You are not wrong to be scared. You are not wrong to wonder what we do today and tomorrow and tomorrow. You are not wrong to notice the brilliance of the sky. You are not wrong to think of your daughter. You are not wrong to imagine people you will never know. You are not wrong to think, this doesn't really affect me, and to know it really does. You are not wrong to look for pictures of puppies or kittens or flowers or trees. You are not wrong to try to massage the ache out of your own heart. You are not wrong to yell or cry or scream or hide under the covers in your bed. You are not wrong to turn to your neighbor and say, what do we do now? Let us worship. Will you please rise in body or in spirit, and let's join our voices in singing just as long as I have breath. Just as long as I have breath, I must answer yes to life. Though with pain I made my way, still with hope I meet each day. If they asked what I did wrong, tell them I said yes to life. Just as long as vision lasts, I must answer yes to truth. In my dream and in my dark, always that elusive spark. If they ask what I did well, tell them I said yes to truth. Just as long as my heart beats, I must answer yes to love. Disappointment pierced me through, still I kept on loving you. If they ask what I did best, tell them I said yes to love.
Thank you. You may be seated. In the group relations workshop last month, Kathy Rose and Veronica Grissom and I were together in a three-person group. And in that group, we talked a bit about all that has been lost, and not only lost to death in these last two years as we've lived through the global COVID-19 pandemic. So thank you, Veronica, for naming the need to honor the grief of all these losses. And I welcome Veronica to light our chalice. Some of you told me as you were entering the sanctuary that today is your first time here, your first time in a Unitarian Universalist service. The flaming chalice is the symbol of Unitarian Universalism. And in congregations all over the world, we light flaming chalices as our services begin. Yeah. Thank you, Veronica. <laughs> dropping bells, <laughs> using tricky lighters. So as we dedicate this chalice at the beginning of this service where we're honoring our grief, I offer these words of the poet Denise Levertov. It's titled, Talking to Grief. Ah, uh, grief, I should not treat you like a homeless dog who comes to the back door for a crust, for a meatless bone. I should trust you. I should coax you into the house and give you your own corner, a worn mat to lie on, your own water dish. You think I don't know you've been living under my porch. You long for your real place to be readied before winter comes. You need your name, your collar and tag. You need the right to warn off intruders, to consider my house your own and me your person and yourself my own dog. We're gonna take a moment now to connect with one another more directly. First, by speaking together our congregational covenant. And after we speak those words, I'm gonna invite you to turn to your neighbors, look at the screen and see who's with us on Zoom, wave at the camera in the back and welcome one another. Will you rise? Strengthened by our common humanity, and inspired by our seven principles, we promise to be a safe and welcoming community, to nurture each other's hearts and spirits, to delight in the beauty of our diversity, to struggle together on our spiritual journeys, and to challenge each other to live our values. Thus, we pledge our time and vigor to the continuing celebration of spirit of the world and of humankind. Will you now welcome one another to this space? Good morning, all. It's so 
good to see you. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you, Sherry. <laughs> Hope everyone's enjoying the morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning from Ohio. Hi, Lori. Hi. Good to see all of you. And where is your heart? Right? It's located just to the left of the center of your chest. Now, for the younger ones among us, your heart, yes, you have a heart, excellent. Your heart is about the size of your fist. Can you make a fist and put it on your heart? If you're a little older, yours is about the size of two fists. So make two fists and put that over your heart. Now take a breath and just feel it beat. The human heart is an amazing organ. A healthy human heart will beat about 100,000 times a day. By the time we are 80, our heart will beat over 3 billion times. The heart is central to our survival, pumping our blood and helping circulate oxygen throughout our bodies. Now, if that wasn't enough, over the course of human history, we have assigned to our hearts the job of holding our deepest emotions, love, fear, anger. Often, we attribute these emotions as being felt in our heart. Over the last several years, our hearts have been holding quite a bit. During the pandemic, some of us have lost people close to us. Some of us have been isolated and alone. Some of us weren't able to attend school, to be with our friends and teachers. Our hearts have been holding so much. So later on in the service, we're going to have some time for some deep sharing. But right now, I'm wondering if anyone out there would be willing to just give us a word or two about something they lost during the pandemic. Oh, in the back, what did you lose? So you lost, so you lost family, and then you lost somebody that you considered family in your heart, right? Yep, that makes perfect sense. So then we'll say, we'll say, friend, anyone else lose anything during the pandemic? Anyone? In the, over there, yes. A family member. Can't have family on here too many times. Anyone else? What did you lose? <sighs> say that one more time. Confidence. Anyone else? Sense of time is a, uh, call that time. I'm going to put one up here. I lost a tremendous amount of time with my mom. So time with family. Anyone else have anything they want to add to that? Yeah. Years. Years. Yeah. That's a common theme. I've heard that quite a bit, actually. <laughs> what did you lose? Expected life. Anyone else for that moment? It's a pretty good list, huh? All right, so now 
I have a little paint here. And I'm wondering, oh, Chris, my, I'm wondering if you were to give any of these a color, what color, what color would you say yours was? What color? Red, red is a good color. So I'm gonna take this, we're gonna put a little red. Anybody have anything else, a color that they identified, if I can get my paint open this fine morning? Green would be great again if my paint would open. <laughs> this is like the morning where things just aren't working, right? <laughs> Aha, all right. So we have some red, right? We're gonna get a little green in there, all kinds of green. What other color would you like to see up here? Gray, oh, I was hoping somebody would say gray, right? Gray. Gray mixed in with all of that. What other colors do you have? What else? Oh, what was that? Blue, right? I have all kinds of blues to mix in here. Any other colors? Yellow, yellow right? Because, and why did you pick yellow? You just like it? Yep, that's okay. Anyone else have a color they need to see? What would you like to see? Black. Black, black, and we'll tie that in. Anyone else with a color? Purple, I love this room, purple. Let's get a little purple up in here. <laughs> now you're gonna, I'm gonna trust chartreuse, huh? Ah, so look what happened there, interesting. What color did you wanna see? What was that? Pink. Oh, let's see what I can do about pink. Let's see what I might be able to do. See if I take that out. It changes a little, right? Orange. Who was that? Who is my orange twin over there? Orange is my jam. All right, let's get a little orange. All right. So here it is. All of the grief that we have felt being held in our hearts. We honor the love that has surrounded us, but we honor the grief we have felt trying to trust that the grief might blend together and create something new for us. Writer Laura Coward said, grief is isolating, but it never leaves you alone. In the moment we wake up crying with tears streaming, grief is our companion. When everyone else moves on forgetting our loss, grief remembers. Kids, you're going to join me in just a few minutes after Joys and Sorrows. We're going to head outside. And in the meantime, would you all please join me in singing hymn 1002, Comfort Me. Comfort me, comfort me, comfort me, oh my soul. Comfort me, 
blank document in front of me, which means that none of you has written anything in the book or, in, or sent anything by email. So I'm going to invite Kelly, if you would, to just come place one stone in the water. This is our embodied ritual of honoring each individual life with a pebble that we place in a communal bowl of water representing the way that each individual life ripples out and touches all of us, but also is held by this community in sorrow, in joy. Those of you in the sanctuary, if you would like to come forward and place your own pebbles in the water in silence during the music meditation, I'll invite you to do that. But first, we're going to share a few moments of quiet reflection and prayer. Holy Spirit of life. There is so much that we are holding. Grief, love, fear, betrayal, celebration, pride, Conviction, commitment, and hope. May we not let despair win. And may we know that we have the power to bring love and courage and change into the world. May we know it. May we be it.
Let us share a moment of stillness and quiet as each of us hears our own prayers within. Amen. on in my years of professional ministry, I learned that despite the assumptions I had coming into this work about the beauty and joy and meaning of weddings, memorial services would be a far more profound time in the life of a religious community. I learned that in times of grief, more often than not, there's a very special and tender space for welcoming something holy, something fragile, something precious. I learned that our expressions of lament, of sorrow, can be cathartic, 
allowing space for a deeper joy eventually to be known. And in our years together as a congregation, I've learned a lot about grief specifically from you, UUCC. You've taught me about patience, as I've watched sometimes up close and sometimes from a distance, you find your way forward following devastating losses. You've taught me that grief clouds the mind so that especially in its early days and weeks and months, it's very hard to track details, to remember dates, that even simple arithmetic can feel impossible. So routine tasks feel more burdensome as we grieve. And you've taught me about resilience, about how one does live and thrive even beyond the death of one as dear as a spouse or a child or a parent. You've taught me the truth of Khalil Gibran's words, that life and death are one. And I've learned that grief, grief which is born of love, is experienced not only in response to physical death. And that's why today we honor the expansiveness of grief. In the past two and a half years, millions, millions of people around the world have died from COVID-19. And in that time, so much else has been lost to the pandemic. Connections, relationships, innocence, jobs, mental health, and we've experienced many losses that aren't directly related to the pandemic. Divorces, infertility, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, the loss of how things used to be, the loss of our hope for a particular future, the loss of our American democracy, we're holding so much grief in our bodies right now. And sometimes that grief feels like sadness. Sometimes it feels like rage. Sometimes it feels like numbness. In the poem I read earlier, Denise Levertov writes of grief as a dog whom we need to welcome into our homes. You long for your real place to be readied before winter comes. You, grief, need your name, your collar, your tag. You need the right to warn off intruders, to consider my house your own, and me your person, and yourself my own dog. One of the greatest lessons I have learned with you, UUCC, is that grief is not my adversary. Grief is my friend, born of a deep 
and sacred love. So today we honor that grief and the love of which it is born. In a few minutes, you're going to be invited to speak, if you choose, of course, to name something you are grieving at this time. Maybe it will be an elaboration of what we've already heard during Kelly's time. Maybe something else has come to you. But first, we're going to sing together again in my quiet sorrow. I'll invite you to remain seated for this one. Michael's going to offer us another musical selection. And as we sit with Balm and Gilead, you are invited to make an offering of your financial gifts as we recognize all the many reasons that we exist as a community in the world and how collectively we can have an even greater impact for good. Thank you for your generosity as your offerings are freely given and very gratefully received, either in the basket in the back or electronically following the instructions you'll see on the screen. Thank 
So will you take a moment now to consider what or whom you are grieving? Sit with the memory and the loss for a moment. Allow yourself to be honest in this grief as you feel love or anger or frustration or sorrow or maybe even laughter or all those things. And if you would like to offer into the space that for which you are grieving, I'll invite those in the room to raise your hand and I'm gonna come to you with a microphone. Those of you on Zoom, after we get all of the offerings from in the room, then I'll come to Zoom and call on you. It would be very helpful for you to use the Zoom raise hand function so that it's easy to see you. I'll see you when I come back up here. And before you speak, if you're willing to tell people your name, that would be welcome. I will not, of course, insist on that.
All right. As we hold all that we have heard, I invite you to hear the words of another poet. The poet's name is Dana Levin, and the title of this poem is How to Hold the Heavy Weight of Now. She said, you just made this gesture with your body and opened her arms of it as if she could barely fit them around an enormous ball. Make that shape again, she said. So I did. Now let it change, she said. And I did. Slowly closing the space between my arms fingertips converging until they touched. I watched my hands turn together, a line pinky side to pinky side. I watched my palms open, pushing gently forward, leading my body forward. I watched them let a bird go. I watched my hands make an offering. Let's sing, Abide With Me. Please rise in body or in spirit. I offer one more piece of poetry as our closing words, and then we're going to sing together deep peace. <clears throat> 
In Blackwater Woods by Mary Oliver. Look, the trees are turning their own bodies into pillars of light, are giving off the rich fragrance of cinnamon and fulfillment. The long tapers of cattails are bursting and floating away over the blue shoulders of the ponds. And every pond, no matter what its name is, is nameless now. Every year, everything I have ever learned in my lifetime leads back to this. The fires and the black river of loss, whose other side is salvation whose meaning none of us will ever know. To live in this world, you must be able to do three things. To hold, to love what is mortal. To hold it against your bones, knowing your own life depends on it. And when the time comes to let it go, to let it go.
no, you wouldn't do that. And no, I didn't pick the day to turn the page. I know it's not the end every time I see her face. And I hear you say, hello, my only one. Next time when I look in your eyes, we'll have wings and we'll fly. No, my only one, just like the morning sun, you'll keep on rising till the sky knows your name. And you're still my chosen one. Remember who you are. No, you're not perfect, but you're not your mistakes. Hey, 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 hey. Tell no about me, tell no re I just want you to do me a favor. Tell no re about me, 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 tell no re about me. some 
Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, oh, oh.